In the midst of a slow news cycle, Caroline Ellison's transcripts from a courtroom come out to give us some interesting insights. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, December 27, 2022. In two days, I turned 43. Absolutely insane. Hey, time is just literally blowing by. Whizzed. Like this year, this year has just, I don't even know where this year went. And, and you know, you remember you heard your parents say that, but like, time's going to move faster when you get older. It is true. Time is blowing by. Anyway, I hope if you went back to work this week that you are having a great couple days. You're trying your best to be productive moving into New Year's. Now let's move into those crypto prices. And the time is 9.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $16,782, down 0.3% in 24, while Ethereum is at $1,211, down 0.4% in 24. Teller's number three, USDC is number four, and Binance is at 243, pretty much even from yesterday. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Matic. And I'm kind of curious, what is Seoul at? Seoul is at number 16 on CoinMarketCap. It's at $10.90. It's down 3.6% in 24, 11% in 7. And just a reminder of where Seoul came from, Seoul's all-time high was one year ago, November 6th, at $260. It's down 96% since then. Its all-time low was three years ago at 50.5 cents. It's still up quite a bit from that, but wow, it has tanked. Do you think Seoul's going to recover? Let me know. Matthew Ernest at Crypto.co. The total market cap is sitting at $808.88 billion. Lots of eights. That's a lucky number in China. But that's still down around $1.2 billion from yesterday. Our BTC dominance slipped to 39.9, down 0.1% from yesterday. And Ethereum is at 18.3%. Moving into our headlines today, it's going to be a quick one, so here we go. Bitcoin's mining hash rate dropped dramatically from December 21st to December 24th. A lot of people are saying that people are shutting off because of the power consumption and the winter storms rolling in everywhere. It dropped to 156 exahashes, which is a 100 exahash drop, or 40%, during that time. After Christmas, it jumped up to 250 exahashes. Octopus Network a network I just learned about a couple minutes ago, they announced that they're going to cut 40% of its staff. And I know you're asking, how many is 40%? That's 12 of 30. The remaining members of the team will take a 20% salary cut and the token incentive that they got will be suspended indefinitely. So now you're thinking, what is Octopus Network? Well, it's a project for launching and running application-specific blockchains known as app chains built on the NEAR protocol. Octopus's founder, Louis Leo, said that he expects the crypto winner to last at least another year, maybe longer, and that the majority of Web3 startups will not survive. 
If you're thinking that this is only plaguing little companies, no, no, no. Cuts have been made all over the crypto industry. Coinbase, 18% of its staff gone. OpenSea, 20% of its staff gone. Kraken, 30% gone. In the UK, Coinly, 14% gone. And crypto derivatives platform Paradigm, 15% of its staff gone. Fidelity is a $4.5 trillion asset management firm, and they just filed three new trademark applications for a host of Web3 products and services. Those patents include online marketplace for buyers and sellers of digital media, referral services for investment advice and financial planning in the metaverse, virtual real estate investing, and crypto trading and exchange services. The patent applications also target investment services for mutual funds and retirement fund investment services in the metaverse. Yes, I said retirement and investment funds in the metaverse. I'm excited to see what kind of product that turns out to be. Fidelity, as you might know, is America's largest provider of 401k retirement accounts. And in April, they announced a new product that allows companies participating in their 401k retirement plans to access Bitcoin. All I can say is all of this is probably making Senator Warren very unhappy. And finally, according to a December 19th courtroom transcript of Caroline Ellison, she said, end quote, I am truly sorry for what I did. I knew that it was wrong. The court did a side squinty eye and asked her to clarify what she meant by that, asking her, did you also know that it was illegal? She replied, yes, end quote. She explained that misleading financial statements came in the form of quarterly balance sheets that concealed the extent of Alameda's borrowing and the billions of dollars of loans that Alameda had made. She continued to say, I agreed with Mr. Bankman-Fried and others to not publicly disclose the true nature of the relationship between Alameda and FTX, including Alameda's credit arrangement. I understood that FTX executives had implemented special settings on Alameda's FTX.com account that permitted Alameda to maintain negative balances in various fiat currencies and cryptocurrencies. She continued, in practical terms, this arrangement permitted Alameda to access unlimited line of credit without being required to post collateral, without having to pay interest on negative balance and without being subject to margin calls or FTX's liquidation protocols. She continued, and this is all quote, by the way, I understood that Alameda's FTX accounts had significant negative balances in a particular currency. It meant that Alameda was borrowing funds from FTX's customers deposited into the exchange. She continued, in quotes, I want to apologize for my actions to the affected customers of FTX, lenders to Alameda, and investors in FTX. Since FTX and Alameda collapsed in November of 2022, I have worked hard to assist with the recovery of assets for the benefits of customers and to cooperate with the government's investigation. I am here today to accept responsibility for my actions by pleading guilty. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. I will be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.